Unless otherwise indicated, all scripture quotations are taken from the Holy Bible. New Living Translation, copyright 1996-2004-2015 by Tyndale House Foundation. Used by permission of Tyndale House Publishers, Carol Stream, Illinois 60188. All rights reserved. Well, hello there and welcome to September 15th. My name is Bill and we are here on day 258 of our journey through the Bible. Now, by the end of the year, we'll have gone through the Old Testament once and the New Testament twice. Um, if you want to follow along, we're, we're doing what's called the Life Journal Daily Reading Schedule. So if you were to Google Life Journal Daily Reading Schedule, you would find it there. And also on the title page of this podcast, I've got a a web address there you may need to depending on your podcast provider you may need to copy and paste it into your browser or there it could be a link whichever but it's the life journal daily reading schedule and today we're going to be reading from ezekiel chapters 38 and 39 we're going to jump over to psalms and read psalm 145 and then we're going to finish off today's reading with revelations chapter 20. so let's get right into it with ezekiel Chapter 38. This is another message that came to me from the Lord. Son of man, turn and face Gog of the land of Magog, the prince who rules over the nations of Meshach and Tubal, and prophesy against him. Give him this message from the sovereign Lord. Gog, I am your enemy. I will turn you around and put hooks in your jaws to lead you out with your whole army, your horses and charioteers in full armor, and a great horde armed with shields and swords. Persia, Ethiopia, and Libya will join you too with all their weapons. Gomer and all its armies will also join you, along with the armies of Beth Togarma from the distant north and many others. Get ready, be prepared, keep all the armies around you mobilized and take command of them. A long time from now, you will be called into action. In the distant future, you will swoop down on the land of Israel, which will be enjoying peace after recovering from war and after its people have returned from many lands to the mountains of Israel. You and all your allies, a vast and awesome army, will roll down on them like a storm and cover the land like a cloud. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. At that time, evil thoughts will come to your mind, and you will devise a wicked scheme. You will say, Israel is an unprotected land filled with unwalled villages. I will march against her and destroy these people who live in such confidence. I will go to those formerly desolate cities that are now filled with people who have returned from exile in many nations. I will capture vast amounts of plunder, for the people are rich with livestock and other possessions now. They think the whole world revolves around them. But Sheba and Dedan and the merchants of Tarshish will ask, Do you really think the armies you have gathered can rob them of silver and gold? Do you think you can drive away their livestock and seize their goods and carry off their plunder? Therefore, son of man, prophesy against Gog. Give him this message from the sovereign Lord. When my people are living in peace in their land... Then you will rouse yourself. You will come from your homeland in the distant north with your vast cavalry and your mighty army, and you will attack my people Israel, covering their land like a cloud. At that time in the distant future, I will bring you against my land as everyone watches, and my holiness will be displayed by what happens to you, Gog. Then all the nations will know that I am the Lord." 
This is what the Sovereign Lord asks. Are you the one I was talking about long ago when I announced through Israel's prophets that in the future I would bring you against my people? But this is what the Sovereign Lord says. When Gog invades the land of Israel, my fury will boil over. In my jealousy and blazing anger, I promise a mighty shaking in the land of Israel on that day. All living things, the fish in the sea, the birds of the sky, the animals of the field, the small animals that scurry along the ground, and all the people on earth will quake in terror at my presence. Mountains will be thrown down, cliffs will crumble, walls will fall to the earth. I will summon the sword against you on all the hills of Israel, says the Sovereign Lord. Your men will turn their swords against each other. I will punish you and your armies with disease and bloodshed. I will send torrential rain, hailstones, fire, and burning sulfur. In this way, I will show my greatness and holiness, and I will make myself known to all the nations of the world. Then they will know that I am the Lord. Ezekiel chapter 39 Son of man, prophesy against Gog. Give him this message from the sovereign Lord. I am your enemy, O Gog, rulers of the nation, or ruler of the nations of Meshach and Tubal. I will turn you around and drive you toward the mountains of Israel, bringing you from the distant north. I will knock the bow from your left hand and the arrows from your right hand, and I will leave you helpless. You and your army and your allies will all die on the mountains. I will feed you to the vultures and wild animals. You will fall in the open fields, for I have spoken, says the Sovereign Lord. And I will rain down fire on Magog and on all your allies who live safely on the coasts. Then they will know that I am the Lord. In this way, I will make known my holy name among my people of Israel. I will not let anyone bring shame on it. And the nations too will know that I am the Lord, the Holy One of Israel. That day of judgment will come, says the Sovereign Lord. Everything will happen just as I have declared it. Then the people in the towns of Israel will go out and pick up your small and large shields, bows and arrows, javelins and spears, and they will use them for fuel. There will be enough to last them seven years. They won't need to cut wood from the fields or forests, for these weapons will give them all the fuel they need. They will plunder those who plan to plunder them, and they will rob those who plan to rob them, says the Sovereign Lord. And I will make a vast graveyard for Gog and his hordes in the valley of the travelers east of the Dead Sea. It will block the way of those who travel there, and they will change the name of the place to the valley of Gog's hordes. It will take seven months for the people of Israel to bury the bodies and cleanse the land. Everyone in Israel will help, for it will be a glorious victory for Israel when I demonstrate my glory on that day, says the Sovereign Lord. After seven months, teams of men will be appointed to search the land for skeletons to bury, so the land will be made clean again. Whenever bones are found, a marker will be set up so the burial crews will take them to be buried in the valley of Gog's hordes. There will be a town there named Hamona, which means horde, and so the land will finally be cleansed. And now, son of man, this is what the Sovereign Lord says. Call all the birds and wild animals. Say to them, gather together for my great sacrificial feast. Come from far and near to the mountains of Israel, and there eat flesh and drink blood. Eat the flesh of mighty men and drink the blood of princes, as though they were rams, lambs, goats, and bulls, all fattened animals from Bashan. Gorge yourselves with flesh until you are glutted. Drink blood until you are drunk. 
This is the sacrificial feast I have prepared for you. Feast at my banquet table. Feast on horses and charioteers, on mighty men and all kinds of valiant warriors, says the Sovereign Lord. In this way, I will demonstrate my glory to the nations. Everyone will see the punishment I have inflicted on them and the power of my fist when I strike. And from that time on, the people of Israel will know that I am the Lord, their God. The nations will then know why Israel was sent away to exile. It was punishment for sin, for they were unfaithful to their God. Therefore, I turned away from them and let their enemies destroy them. I turned my face away and punished them because of their defilement and their sins. So now, this is what the Sovereign Lord says. I will end the captivity of my people. I will have mercy on all Israel, for I jealously guard my holy reputation. They will accept responsibility for their past shame and unfaithfulness after they come home to live in peace in their own land with no one to bother them. When I bring them home from the lands of their enemies, I will display my holiness among them for all the nations to see. Then my people will know that I am the Lord their God because I sent them away to exile and brought them home again. I will leave none of my people behind and I will never again turn my face from them. For I will pour out my spirit upon the people of Israel. I, the Sovereign Lord, have spoken. The Book of Psalms, chapter 145. This is a psalm of praise of David. I will exalt you, my God and King, and praise your name forever and ever. I will praise you every day. Yes, I will praise you forever. Great is the Lord. He is most worthy of praise. No one can measure his greatness. Let each generation tell its children of your mighty acts. Let them proclaim your power. I will meditate on your majestic, glorious splendor and your wonderful miracles. Your awe-inspiring deeds will be on every tongue. I will proclaim your greatness. Everyone will share the story of your wonderful goodness. They will sing with joy about your righteousness. The Lord is merciful and compassionate, slow to get angry and filled with unfailing love. The Lord is good to everyone. He showers compassion on all his creation. All of your works will thank you, Lord, and your faithful followers will praise you. They will speak of the glory of your kingdom. They will give examples of your power. They will tell about your mighty deeds and about the majesty and glory of your reign. For your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom. You rule throughout all generations. The Lord always keeps his promises. He is gracious in all he does. The Lord helps the fallen and lifts those bent beneath their loads. The eyes of all look to you in hope. You give them their food as they need it. When you open your hand, you satisfy the hunger and thirst of every living thing. The Lord is righteous in everything he does. He is filled with kindness. The Lord is close to all who call on him. Yes, to all who call on him in truth. He grants the desires of those who fear him. He hears their cries for help and rescues them. The Lord protects all those who love him, but he destroys the wicked. I will praise the Lord, and may everyone on earth bless his holy name forever and ever. The Book of Revelations, Chapter 20 Then I saw an angel coming down from heaven with the key to the bottomless pit and a heavy chain in his hand. He seized the dragon, that old serpent who is the devil, Satan, 
and bound him in chains for a thousand years. The angel threw him into the bottomless pit, which he then shut and locked, so Satan could not deceive the nations any more until the thousand years were finished. Afterward, he must be released for a little while. Then I saw thrones, and the people sitting on them had been given the authority to judge, and I saw the souls of those who had been beheaded for their testimony about Jesus and for proclaiming the word of God. They had not worshipped the beast or his statue, nor accepted his mark on their foreheads or their hands. They all came to life again, and they reigned with Christ for a thousand years. This is the first resurrection. The rest of the dead did not come back to life until the thousand years had ended. Blessed and holy are those who share in the first resurrection. For them the second death holds no power, but they will be priests of God and of Christ and will reign with him a thousand years. When the thousand years come to an end, Satan will be let out of his prison. He will go out to deceive the nations, called Gog and Magog, in every corner of the earth. He will gather them together for battle, a mighty army as numberless as sand along the seashore. And I saw them as they went up on the broad plain of the earth and surrounded God's people and the beloved city. But fire from heaven came down on the attacking armies and consumed them. Then the devil, who had deceived them, was thrown into the fiery lake of burning sulfur, joining the beast and the false prophet. There they will be tormented day and night, forever and ever. And I saw a great white throne and the one sitting on it. The earth and sky fled from his presence, but they found no place to hide. And I saw the dead, both great and small, standing before God's throne. And the books were opened, including the book of life. And the dead were judged according to what they had done as recorded in the books. The sea gave up its dead, and death and the grave gave up their dead. And all were judged according to their deeds. Then death and the grave were thrown into the lake of fire. This lake of fire is the second death, and anyone whose name was not found recorded in the book of life was thrown into the lake of fire. Wow. And so, Heavenly Father, I pray that you would bless the reading of your word today. Thank you for your word. We all carry burdens. We carry them to work, to the grocery store, to school, and to bed at night. It's hard to get out from under them. Sometimes our burdens are a result of past mistakes. Other times they're out of our control. Things like financial debt, relational problems, unexpected illness, and hurts from our past weigh us down. In, mo in most cases, we can't just sweep our burdens under the rug. We may try to forget about them for a while but they're always there, lingering in the back of our minds, preventing us from fully enjoying the moment. What if we didn't have to carry these burdens anymore? What if someone else wanted to carry them for us? In Psalm 145, David points to God as our great burden bearer. A burden bearer understands and carries our troubles and grievances for us. This doesn't necessarily that mean we'll, that God will instantaneously change our circumstances, but that he is with us in our burdens. In verse 14, he helps the fallen and lifts those bent beneath their loads. God is not only willing to handle our loads, he is able to. The way to hand off our heavy burdens is to humbly admit, God, I'm in over my head. I need your help. 
we can trust that he is faithful and will come to our aid. Thanks for joining me here today on Bible in a Year with Bill. I hope to see you tomorrow. Take care now.